Welcome to Inside the Raven's Eye. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell. My medicine name is Raven's Spirit. This podcast is partnered with Earth and Spirit Medicine, owned and operated by Winfield Ivers. His medicine name is Coyote Thunderhawk. He is a shaman here in the state of Utah. So make sure to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com and check out the services they provide. In this episode of Conversations with a Shaman, I asked Coyote Thunderhawk about gratitude. Enjoy. All right, so the first question I got, I titled Gratitude. Gratitude seems to be one of the most important ways to live a happy and healthy life. You have talked about the 10 and 10 process, 10 things you are grateful for and 10 things you love about yourself. Why do you use and teach this process? Well, even though as I was a kid and growing up, I was told some good things by people out there, you know, whether it be fellow students or teachers or parents or, you know, church teachers or other family or, you know, like aunts, uncles, grandpas, whatever. Um, I was told good things. Hey, you know, good job or. You know, you're doing good or things like that. But I was also told a lot of things that were were what we could say right now in common language were challenging to my self-worth. And I was thankful for a lot of things always, you know, that I remember. You know, I remember how thankful I was when I was a little boy and me and my dad went to the bike shop and I got the... The, the seat, the exact seat that I wanted for my bike and, and what was called a sissy bar, like like a like to try and make it like a Harley chopper kind of thing. And I was so thankful. So but maybe I didn't know I was thankful. It just was. It felt it was like I got something I wanted. Wow, I was you know it feels good in that way when you want something that's good and that you want. So through life, oftentimes when we're older and adult-like, and then we find ourselves not feeling like we're getting what we want, and we wonder why we feel down, sick, depressed, sad, anxiety, whatever, you know, just a list of dis-ease about us. And it's through uh, a reflection of perspective that we view our life without necessarily having self-conversation about it in a way that says it's against us, that, that we're not able to rise above something that would seemingly give us permission to breathe or get that breath of fresh air. We can begin to say, thank you, wow, I was out of breath, and I didn't know if I was going to breathe again. So when you get above that water, and you're like, and you breathe, because you've been in that water, that's a good feeling too. It's like, okay, wow, you know, um, even though I was down and out, and maybe I was sad, I didn't want to not breathe. In fact, I fought to get to the surface, so I could breathe, like that. So then, it's like, thank you, thank you. So then there's that time in life where maybe, like me, I made choices and some of those choices got me into certain situations where during those situations I would find myself saying, Oh God, 
hey, you know, real sorry about how I got here and sorry and all like this thing, this idea of like, please forgive me for my sins and my weaknesses. Again, not feeling up to worthwhile, whatever like that. So, you know, when I started to look at where I felt defeated and where I felt good and what was said, why, why do I, if somebody says, oh, wow, you did real good in that gymnastics, you know, oh, hey, thanks. Oh, wow, God, thank you for, for helping me with my situations. Oh, yeah, that feels real good. But other things that come up. So we somehow in human ways seem to reflect mostly upon the outside energy of people who were telling us negative things. And it seems like we replay those those conversations or something and that becomes like an autopilot self-talk rather than taking a deliberate method to say i am so thankful i'm so thankful for every single second of my life well what that was pretty sick and wrong thing you did back then or that was a pretty negative thing or you're you're really thankful for when you were in jail you know oh you're really thankful for that you're really thankful for hurting someone's feelings whoa 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 yeah 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 why wouldn't i be okay you know, it's not like I enjoy it or that it was like this wonderful experience where everybody went away feeling great. But why am I thankful? Because it was a placement, another stepping stone, another uh, portion of my life getting me to right now. And when I'm in my current position, and I challenge anyone out there, look at your current position. I am right here, right now in my life at this age, in these current circumstances in the world, feeling, thinking, speaking, doing these things, being these ways, feeling these things. Why? And do I want it to be any different? And how can gratitude lend a helping hand towards that? So, so when I think about, yes, thankful for everything, everything, everything. Yeah, but God, I was an alcoholic for so long and I hurt so many. Be thankful for it because if it wasn't for all that, you couldn't be where you're at right now. And that's good because this is the best place you could ever be right now. It's the only place you can ever be. And when you begin to realize that through a sector of self that says, thank you, dear God, thank you, universe, however you do that, acknowledge something higher and greater out there. Thank you, Mother Earth. Thank you, God. Thank you for giving me. So then you take it to this higher level where you're seeing that you are reliant upon Mother Earth for sustenance, okay? Yeah, we go to the grocery store, we do all that. In real-time survival, you're going to be scrambling to find your water and food. I guarantee you that. So anyway, and, and, and what's interesting is we have been through real survival where even with grocery stores, and systems that are supposedly supposed to work. People are scrambling to get the kids educated. People are scrambling to get the food, water, shelter, you know, uh, global changes, etc. Freezing temperatures, you know, scrambling to live to, you know, in places like in recent time right now with Texas. You know, phenomena that seems to challenge and, and to what? How can we give thanks for all this? Well, if you don't, you're going to carry something that isn't of the essence of gratitude. And the only pure, constant, energy filled that can lend to self-love, according to me, is gratitude. Because then it comes down to I'm so thankful for everything. And because I, I wouldn't be who I am right now if it wasn't for all those things. And I so deeply love and appreciate myself. So... 
you know, there's 10 things that I'm grateful for that I, that I have in, the, you know, the, the personal medicine will instruction or in the booklet, you know, the workbook. And, and so 10 things that I am so thankful for different every day. You know, because you can get in a habit of having 10 constant things. Oh, I'm so grateful I got another breath of life. Yeah, that's good. But when we get to be more specific as to the things that are taking place on a constant basis in our daily lives, okay, it lends us also an ability to have immediate resolve. Because when we're acknowledging something with gratitude, it dissolves. That way, when you go to bed at night, you can go to bed with a higher level of energy that's conducive to a good night of sleep because you've given gratitude for your day, no matter what it appeared like. Thank you for all these things. And I love myself so much. And you list 10 things you're grateful for for that day specific about those events thank you that i got challenged with my uh my my young child and because it really allowed me to go deeper within and think how can i find a better solution so those kinds of things give you an edge as to gratitude and as to self-love because then you can say i i really love myself because i really stepped it up today you know and i i i, I smiled at that person. I usually look down at the ground and I'm beginning to look up and have eye contact and smile. And I love that about me. So when you begin to find identifying things about what took place during the day that you can reason with yourself about how much you love yourself, 10 things every day I'm grateful for, 10 things every day that I love about myself, unique and specific to the day. Wow, you're not going to carry around a big battlefield of energy, okay? It's going to be real nice. It's going to be real calm. It's going to be very healing. It's going to have a power. It's going to lend permission to others to do the same. So I don't know if that answered your question, but that's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. And I was going to add to that. I personally love doing that because last, was it last week or maybe, well, I got injured with my back and that was that was fun. <laughs> it was a blessing. <laughs> it hurt. It still, you know, I'm I'm so much better, but I'm still stretching it out. That was, you know, I took a week off work, you know, and I could have got pretty down about that because I had to use all my PTO. I could have used all these things, but I was so grateful for it, and I was writing all that stuff out because I was so grateful that I had PTO to cover that. Most you know, a lot of jobs, you probably would have lost your job if you couldn't show up for a week. And there are so many other things that I just, like I said, like seven, eight pages, I don't know, just constant writing and writing and writing. And one thing that I was really grateful for was my prayers because I never once said, why is this happening to me? I always prayed to God, said, hey, you know, what's up? You know, can I be guided to know what to do right now? And I was filled with so much gratitude. And I mean, thanks to your help as well, you know, but those prayers really helped a lot. And even writing out and not allowing something that was very painful to bring me down, you know, even further and further and screw everything and all this and just adding so much more damage than, you know, was necessary. So really the 10 and 10 really, really helped a lot during that uh, incident that, that took place. No, that's really cool. And that's that gift in it all right there is because... If you, you could have approached that from a negative standpoint, from a pain standpoint, 
from a victimized standpoint. And you chose to shift that to a place of gratitude, taking yourself through prayer, like I was saying earlier, thank you, Mother Earth. Thank you, God. And so when we can lend our favor to, to that kind of gratitude there, and so I joke sometimes, you hear me say, you know, I think I pray more than I actually work. But, you know, the, the key to me and, and the habit that one would maybe want to get into is to be praying ceasingly, in other words. So it's like always a prayer, conscious prayer. And oh, conscious prayer always. Now that doesn't mean like every second I'm like, oh, dear God, you know, or something like that. But things happen. And so then we're in an energy field of a gratitude. Gratitude is that prayer. And so we're in that state of being. And so then maybe when that ambulance drives by or when we're at the store and the child is crying, we lend favor to that through a silent prayer that says, oh, thank you, God, and bless that family over there. Bless that child. Bless that mother with patience. And we do that silently as we're at the register saying, hi, how are you doing today? To the person at the register, because maybe, you know, they're ready to go home. They don't want to be there. So we're lending favor to them. So that praying unceasingly, that habit that puts me in that state of gratitude, this place that you took yourself to, you are habitualizing yourself towards a greater aspect of experiencing life to its fullest. Totally. And it was funny because even like driving on the freeway, like from working you know, on, it was, it was like painful. But I remember I like saw, it's kind of cool driving home because I get to see hawks and stuff like, you know, especially going towards Payson. And I remember like, I was like, ah, and then I saw like a hawk and I was like, oh, a hawk. <laughs> and then like, I wasn't thinking about the pain. I was just like, oh, thank you, hawk. So that like moment and what you were just saying, like even I think we were talking on the phone before about that's like a true healer. It's like what you were saying, like being in at the register and just giving that energy of just love and not even saying a word. That just seems like, you know, if people are like, what do I have to do to be a healer? I think you just said it. Well, that is the key. That's the medicine work. And so it's, it's in the essence of being so that no matter where you are, you're lending that medicine freely, being a conduit, a screen door, if you will, free and open to that, never getting caught up in it or attached or associated to so that's kind of that state of being that allows us to be available at such a frequency that is so inviting to others that it gives them hope. And that's where real medicine lies. And, and so you're absolutely correct. It's not sure, you know, I could do a, a, a 45 minute hour shamanic healing session and maybe even do six of those with someone or something like that, for example, okay, or whatever. But that, that part, that part is, is good and all of that. But it's not that I'm, I'm only a healer when I'm doing that. And that's not really where the healing comes. It, it's in that state of being so it can flow through me. So I can be that at any time, no matter where I'm at, so that I am available for however spirit eloquently takes me. Or you or them or whoever as we surrender to that eternal flow of love. I want to thank you for listening to Inside the Raven's Eye. And if you have any questions that you would like to ask Coyote Thunderhawk, please email me at insidetheravenseye at gmail.com. Also, 
Remember to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com and check out the great services. You have been listening to Coyote Thunderhawk in Conversations with the Shaman. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell, and we will see you on the next Inside the Raven's Eye. Much love and God bless.